0: Love Talk Radio.
1: It's your host and your partner in crime, Caution Flag of Racing Radio. Boy, we got us a good one planned here tonight. Actually, we don't have nothing planned. Uh, throw the itinerary right out the window. That sucks. It's my fault. I take blame for whatever happens here tonight. Hopefully, it won't be too much of a issue. show, uh, but I've got some <laughs> other partners around that can uh, definitely make sure that it is. <laughs> That's
0: just what it is. <laughs> I think we got this. So,
1: I think we do, too. It's Talladega week for me. I've uh, been slammed. Uh, I, uh, I have a new uh, job that I've started. It's, it's kind of doing routes, and it's different than what I'm used to doing. And so I haven't gotten the schedule quite figured out yet. And, I mean, just we all have I'm on the assholes, but... too, so. But, uh, it, it, I did get to watch the race, and I did get to listen to Denny Hamlin's podcast. I listened to uh, DVC today. So I did do homework, uh, but uh, everything else is kind of doo-doo from here. So thank uh, you, um, Ms. Lee. When
0: are you guys, you for are you guys uh, leaving for the
1: Friday morning. We bought garage passes for Friday because I thought that the garage didn't open up until like, what, 1 or 12 or whatever. Well, the garage actually opens up at 8 in the morning. So we may be leaving a little bit earlier than expected. I'm not sure yet. We'll have to see how things go. But uh, yeah, this is our annual trip to Talladega. Uh, We've been doing this every year, except for the COVID year, uh, since 2010. Um, We've Experienced a whole lot of different vegas, and uh we started just you know my wife and I ran down there one night one night before the race, and we wound up getting hit by a big truck and uh it had a parking spot and uh we We listened to Bob Marley, everything was gonna be all right, so uh we parked two miles from the speedway and walked all the way to the racetrack by the time we got there, I was completely exhausted. We walked down to the bottom of the steps. And that was about the time that the race cars were coming around for the first time, not quite wide ass open, but definitely for the first time. And uh, I just remember the, uh, the exhilarating, uh, just the loud explosion of noise. And like I was, I knew then, right then I was never going to not miss a day. And uh, it sucks when you're at home watching Talladega on TV And I don't – I've had to stay at some fall races. I've missed some fall races over the years. Uh, But uh, every spring race we've been there. So uh, it sucks to watch Talladega on on TV. We'll just drive the two and a half hours up here, spend a couple of thousand dollars, and uh, call it a vacation. But, uh, hey, we've got some newbies coming along this year. Uh, My kids have kind of grown up. They've been out there since 2015. Uh, they're teenagers now, so they they're bringing their buddies. So uh, we're gonna have, uh, I believe, three uh, newbies. So they'll they'll earn their Talladega Stripes this time. Uh, one one adult, and two extra children. So uh, really looking forward to that, and uh, you know, um, passing on this thing that we call racing, man. I tell you what, it's amazing. But uh, so I've got a ton of excuses, man. I, and you know, hey. Uh, the racing sucks this week. And, and I don't know if y'all realize it, but every time Kyle Larson wins, it sucks the life right out of me. And, and, and it just, you know, I, I, it's so much compared to what happens in other forms of racing where one, one team or one person kind of just dominate. And they kind of stink to show up. And I think that that's where we were with Hindered Motorsports a few years ago. basically seven champions, you know, with uh, seven championships with Jimmy Johnson coming out of Jeff Gordon's uh, four or five champions. Uh, You know, so I've been Hendrick fatigued. Of course, Dale Jr. drove for them. But, you know, it's the same old story, right? It's the same old story. We go to Martinsville, and it's nothing against, you know, Hendrick. I know he experienced a tragedy there and whatnot. but, man, I so mean, buttery. at what point in time wow. could somebody whoop up on Hendrick's ass and take the throne there at Martinsville? It's time for them to start seeing what it's like to get laughed instead of winning. I mean, I, Jesus Christ, I think they've won like 20 – I mean, I've seen a start earlier. It's crazy. They've 20, been like 28, 28 races
0: there. 28. Jesus
1: Christ, enough. Enough already. Like, we had a top ten that was beautiful. There were names that you just didn't expect to see there. But by the end of the race, who's winning? Kyle freaking Larson, man. Huh? I mean, I, I it just, this is like, oh, my gosh. It's, it's, it's Kyle Busch all over again, I guess. But I, I, there was absolutely no passing. Every show that I've listened to, guys, they've talked about the rain tires. And how they gave provided a better racing surface, a better race. They attempted uh, uh passing uh, with rain tires was easier than without. I, 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 I'm just not sure if we've got the right car for what we're racing here. And we, if we, and Denny Hamlin, I, very rarely do I side on the side with a racer because, as a fan, we want to see something that excites. a racer, doesn't ever want to be touched. He wants to. He wants to to put an ass-whooping on everybody and beat them by straightaway every weekend. He doesn't want bounties put on him because he doesn't want the jinx of somebody trying to wreck him or something like that. I understand it all. So most of the time, I try to side with the fan because I hear that. But, man, when the driver says that the racing sucks, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, I love Danny Hamlin's podcast. I think it's amazing to hear a driver who's willing to put this all out there and talk about it and uh, look, the racing sucks, and this car sucks, and we need to throw this shit away and restart, and do something else. Um, we've given the I car wanna, a year and a half.
0: I just want to throw in a couple of things. Nate Ryan had a had a thread about the race Sunday, and you know, talking about the no passing and whatnot, and. And he says, and I quote, I covered races at Martinsville for 24 years, and Sunday wouldn't touch my top 10 there. Okay, But he did mention that there were 2,026 green flag passes in the 400 laps. Last year, there were 1,907 in 903 laps across both races, spring and fall at Martinsville. So, you know, to say that there was no passing is, is kind of not exactly right. But I agree that it was very hard for these guys to pass. And, you know, drivers have talked about it. And I've seen several different articles across different genres that, um, you know, maybe they need to do something about the horsepower, but that is not something that's going to happen overnight. That's got years of R&D to go into it, but something that they can change would be increasing the tire fall-off. Um, that that doesn't take that much, you know, they, they change tires on a yearly basis uh, on, you know, from track to track, so that's something that they could do. Nate Ryan also said maybe eliminate shifting at speed on the ovals, and he says that this is something that should have been done before this season. So just a little bit of little bit of uh, info to add to the discussion.
1: Yeah, I'm right on right on with it. Uh, you know, stats won't stats don't lie. And so uh, they can exaggerate the truth, or they can not. You know, you can be blown away by certain stats. When you really look at what you said, Miss Lee, and uh, you, you know, you you try to say, okay, well, how many of those passes were uh, legitimate? Like, you know, more than uh, just side by side and two guys passing. How many times did a car forward itself by more than four cars or five cars at a time? That's that's a more telltale sign of how quickly this car can move through the field, um, I, you know. And, and there is issues with the with the horsepower. There's issues with too much stability in the car, and these cars are too close to each other. There's they're all cookie cutter cars, so there's no real fall off from one man, from one maker to another. Um, and you're right, Miss Lee. Uh, maybe a new tire. Could come in and uh, kind of help us. Look, I'm all for I'm all for racing groove tires, guys. Like, right? Is it time to put away the uh, the slicks and leave them for drag racing and 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 bring us a, a groove tire stock car racing? I mean, it doesn't seem that far fetched, right? At least with a groove no,
0: and, race tire, and you're able to. Say- to uh, that would also bring it back a little more to its roots when stock cars were literally stock cars. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah and that's what I was going to yeah. say. You hit the nail on the head. You know, they want these cars to be as close to what we get on the showroom floor, yet the the tires aren't – and. They're not really stock cars anymore. I can't go buy one at my local Chevy dealer or my local Ford dealer or Toyota or. You know. you can, Craig, Craig, you've worked in a car lot before. You could go buy a Camaro and put some uh put some Ford stickers on it, but you you still got a Camaro. I mean, that's exactly what this car is, and that there's no way. Uh, that I drive a Camry every single day. The Camry, even in the face field, makes it, it just makes it look ridiculous, right? You got a Camry out there facing the field, and then you've got a car that you're calling a Camry, and it looks the same thing as the as a Ford and a Chevy. It's just yeah. You know, I, I, I heard it this week, Craig Miss Lee. I'm not sure where Taz. If Taz is here, we need to bring him in if if he's here. Um, that. Uh, um, Godgummit, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Uh, government, I did. I lost my train of thought. Taz, is Taz available?
2: Sure am. Jeez.
1: Oh, there he is. Hey, buddy. So uh, we haven't uh, brought you in on the conversation. Of course, the jittery got thrown out the window. Uh, we've, uh, what are your thoughts so far on the subject
2: as I try to regain with, uh, what it was I was wanting
1: to bring to attention?
2: I was waiting to go over the rundowns, but we throw this out the window for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, something needs to change with either the car or the package itself because, obviously, whatever changes they made, it did not improve. I mean, I just threw this stat into the group chat. that There was 2,026 green flag passes that averaged about 5.8 per green flag lap, and that doesn't say a whole lot, especially at a short track. Right. Wow. And you you expect you would expect a lot more on a short track, especially Martinsville.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean compared to last week at Bristol with a dirt race, right? Uh I, I found last week's race way more exciting uh, than this week and we we've definitely missed the grade here on uh, we had great short track racing. We had great super speedway racing. We had pretty good road course racing uh our mile and a half racing sucks now everything sucks except for road course racing and and by design, I think that's exactly uh what 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 we've you know what we should have known was gonna happen here This car was uh, uh created as a mimic of the imsa car uh the camaro basically uh and uh this is what we've got now it, it just I'm 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 I am so disappointed. Like last year, we were on such a high that you know this car was going to bring equality. It was going to bring uh, you know it was going to bring the racing back, and it's been kind of quite the opposite. Outside of the different winners, I mean that's the only thing that we've been able uh, to to really enjoy through it all. I guess is the parity and winning, but that seems that grace period seems to be over and done with. Kyle Bush ran what, what 20, Twenty something? I mean, my gosh, man. we we could talk about that here in a minute too, if you want to. But uh yeah, I mean, you know, it's definitely it's a it's a crime against racing, I
0: feel like. It definitely was not the best race of the season so far. <laughs> Well, that's that's the
1: cup news. We can get into the truck news <laughs> so we can stay on cue uh, with that. I know he's got the, a little bit of rundown to go through, and we want to try to stay on the itinerary that we would most definitely probably have. But uh, one, one note,
2: uh,
1: uh, Carson Hosovar probably needs to learn how to wreck somebody without wrecking himself. Did anybody catch that?
0: I didn't catch the truck race.
1: Yeah. Uh it was on Friday night, uh and uh, of course uh they they raced uh oval race in rain tires. Uh during a dry I mean it really wasn't even raining or anything. Um tracks been dry as well. So uh once again they talked about the fall off, uh faster speeds with groove tires, um and uh, you know, just uh All around, I'm just not sure that we hit a home run this past weekend. I hope it's better this coming weekend. That's all I can say. And there's a lot of air. You know, it used to to mean that everybody looked forward to short track racing because of the beating and the banging and the, and the passing and whatnot. But I agree. I, I was more excited about the – from what I saw on the highlights that I watched earlier, you know, and I watched the dirt race, I was more excited to watch the dirt race than I was Martinsville, and I figured those two back-to-back would be, you know, they put on a great show as usual. But, nope, Bristol, Bristol got a far better rating from me. Yeah, me too, Craig. I mean, it's it's almost night and day. And I love Martinsville. I've always loved the Paperclip. It's been one of my favorite race and a place that I've wanted to go to since I was a little kid. Um, when the first time I seen the train pass back behind the Speedway, I've always had a fascination with trains. I'm from a train. I'm from a train town. Uh, trains are very big here where I come from. So uh, I kind of relate to Martinsville. I live. I have a train that runs through my backyard here where i live today um so you know uh, i've always felt that i've wanted to uh, go to another track if it was one track i could go to it would definitely be martinsville virginia uh to watch the race there it's a smaller racetrack but it's always provided great uh door-to-door banging racing and you know I, we did have a of course a, a pass for the lead kyle larson Um, did that. I believe Denny Hamlin passed uh, somebody for the lead as well, Uh, but um, you know, it it seems to be an issue. I I don't know. I heard it said that you can take a junk race car, run it out front and nobody can catch him. and you can take a good race car and run it in the back and he can't go anywhere because of of dirty air. If we're back to that again, guys, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here other than Uh, completely uh, scratching all this that we're doing and try to dig out uh, the old cup cars that that we had a couple years ago, man. I mean, I'm just – I'm not ready to say that this car is a failure. But, uh, you know, maybe coming out of COVID we were blind. I don't know. Last year did not seem to be this year. I guess just money and gains have been made over the winter. And uh, the, you know maybe the package we're in, Denny Hamlin said if you increase the horsepower, eliminate the, the need to shift um but they're trying to save a million dollars a year on our engine packages, you know so um you know I'm not really uh i i'm not- sure. I'm not an engineer I don't know what' will happen if we increase the horsepower leave. I don't know what'll happen uh if uh You know, you give a little bit here, add a little bit there. I'm not sure where or how to fix this car. You know, all I know is that if you're not bringing a good product to the table, you're not going to have fans who are going to want to watch it. It makes, you know, it makes uh, this show hard. It makes anybody show hard when they're trying to um, um, sell this Sport as a as a fun sport and and a, uh, something to to waste four and a half hours of their day to to, to enjoy.
0: Martinsville was one of Mister Lee's favorite tracks to watch, and so you know I went into this race thinking, okay, you know this is going to be really fun. And boy, I'm you know what I'm glad he wasn't here to see this race because he would have been extremely disappointed too. You know, and and like I said earlier, your horsepower is not something that you can change overnight. But your tires, you can. So, you know, let's look long term, but let's do what we can in the short term too.
1: Yeah, I I agree. And where the heck the the Toy Toyotas are? You know, I, I mean, that's it seems like them and Ford are on a totally another page. I uh, some good news uh, that we can talk about real quick. College Racing uh, got their appeals overturned. They, they overturned Thank the appeal. I mean, hell yeah.
0: Well, and NASCAR stood up for them, and I'm glad that they did because it's only fair. If they returned all the points to Hendrick, then College should have gotten all their points back, too. And 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 that's on, it, it, it's only fair. So I'm looking forward to seeing how going forward the appeals process is going to supposedly be a little more transparent. Um, you know, whether they'll televise the appeals or, you know, at least give it some, you know, press coverage, whatever. But uh, I, you know, I'm glad, and I'm glad that NASCAR stood up for colleague and, and stood up for this, and I'm glad that the uh, gentleman who heard the final appeal agreed.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. And uh, kudos to that person for doing the wrong thing. It doesn't make Hendrick any less guilty. It doesn't make the crime any less serious. But when you let one exactly. team get away with it, you 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 know. And I don't expect to see NASCAR going after colleague racing like they went after hendrick and we all know that hit that nascar went after Hendrick's two cars uh, uh a few weeks ago after all this uh happened with the uh, appeal being overturned uh the the appeals board overturning uh the points penalty that was handed out to hendrick motorsports um, point standings say otherwise at Chris Creighton, Taz Taylor. Uh do you have
2: uh do you have furthermore uh, anything to add to that? Taz? Uh, uh, um, yeah, you mentioned something where the Toyotas are at. Um
0: I'm gonna yeah. counter
2: you in the point standings because Christopher Bell's your point leader that's the Toyota. Mm-hmm. Martin Church Jr., 5th okay. in point, Toyota. Tyler Reddick, 6th in mm-hmm. point. Denny Hamlin, ninth in yeah. points. Right there's four Toyotas in the top 10 in points. Now, this is where I feel like we know where the slackers are in Toyotas, and that should come to no surprise. But I do feel like there's one Toyota who is starting to, I guess, find his rhythm, and that's Ty Gibbs. And Bubba Wallace, who I'm referring to, and Ty Gibbs is the one I'm specifying as into, as in he's ch- finally starting to find the rhythm, find his groove. Uh, it's 20th in points right now. Uh, he does have four top tens in nine mm-hmm. races, however, um, but I think those four top tens have come in the last like four or five races that we've had. So I don't think is really that behind the eight ball as you made it seem
1: yeah well you know okay Uh, Toyota has four guys in the top ten obviously I believe the other four would be Hendrick Motorsports correct
2: Um, currently um, Ross Shafting second Mm. that's track house Um, Mm. Kyle Larson fourth at Hendrick and East is Kyle Bush. So only three Chevys in the top 10 in points. Oh. Ford only has oh. three. Ford has three in the top 10 as well. And Harvick third, Logano seventh, and Blaney tenth. Yeah, we took, we took
1: our points leader and the guy who's having the second best season behind Christopher Bell, and we, we penalized them, to what, 65 points or 75 points, something to that. Uh, to that matter, so uh, yeah, that 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 would make sense that uh, Toyota's looking a little bit better because that would definitely knock Denny Hamlin out uh, sitting there in ninth place. And uh, yeah, I mean, really, it is it, they are who we are, who we thought they were. Pez. And and Toyota's they're they're obviously they're just a beat behind Hendrick, uh, but right now in Chastain, I mean, wow. You know, is this is this a kid who's going to wind up at Hendrick Motorsports and doing a Kyle Larson in a couple of years? I mean, is he is he overperforming in track house equipment? Uh, Daniel Suarez definitely. Until we get a third team in track house, I'm just not sure if we can uh, if we can legitimize that. Uh, I, I do believe Chase Elliott. Uh, he 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 was back this weekend.
2: I don't know if any of y'all knew that. Did, did any of y'all know Chase Kelly was back this weekend? I don't know. I couldn't tell if he was back this week or next week with the uh, 100,000 advertisements that were put out like, each and every day. <laughs> yeah, no especially kidding. The paid, especially the paid advertisements that you see on Twitter almost every three posts. Oh, my gosh. Right? But, I mean, that's a good thing,
1: right? Uh, maybe they maybe they need to do a little bit more of that. Um, I've, I've heard that a lot this week as well. Um,
2: but I do want to say this, Chris. Um, I normally keep track of, like, my own rankings, like, every couple of weeks. And I know we don't talk about rate, rankings in terms of team-wise. Um, but I will say this. You guys may think Hendrick could be one or two. I honestly do not have them as a top two team. I don't even have them as a a top three at the moment. I have them as fourth. I ranked them fourth for last time I did it because I feel like these penalties are hurting them. And the other part was the whole Chase Elliott incident. Um, Obviously, that kind of hurt Hendrick as an organization in some sort of sense. It may not look like it. Um, but I feel like it had to on some sort of level because uh because of Chief Elliott, you know, missing out in six weeks. You you now have two different drivers uh coming in to fill in the ride and do the best you can with people that they've never pro- they probably have never worked with before in their careers.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: and put in second place, man. I mean, how about Josh Berry? No wonder Chase Elliott come back so quick, right?
2: <laughs> he said, let me,
1: let me Barry. speed up this recovery. Let me speed up this recovery so I don't lose my seat. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to return to tomorrow, either where I've been, like, the most dominant team in the world. But who knows, man? we got Tyler coming up next week. Uh, the, has anybody seen the uh, – I know we're all ra- waiting on the TV ratings, right? We want to see if this half a million fans come back because uh, Chase Elliott's
2: back. I'm, I'm ready yeah, to see what, you know what the know ratings are like. that on
1: Tuesday, but
2: – I'm looking for Adam Stern right now because normally he's got the ratings, and I haven't seen – I got the GP Long Beach, IndyCar. Oh, here we go. I got it now. Um, Fox Sports 1 earned a 1.26 rating and a 2.218 million viewers for Sunday's NASCAR race at Martinsville. Up from last year's comparable race, which was on a Saturday night, and up from last year's season-long FS1 average. It's the first increase for a NASCAR Cup points race this year.
1: That's that many Chase Elliott fans. I swear, I, there, I, I, I think the sad the, that, that, a, <laughs> that's, a, that's a not a stat we need to admit. And that's sad because what that says is there's not superstars in this sport anymore. That's what that says. If, if that's that, that much star power in one driver, it is a shame, you know. I, my son today just really caught me off guard. You know, he was always, my my youngest son's always been a Kyle Busch fan. And so he was like, yeah, Dad, I want to see Kurt Busch. I was like, you want to see Kurt Busch? Yeah. He said, yeah, Dad, because, um, you know, I like Kurt Busch. And I said, well, what happened? I thought you liked Kyle Busch. He said he's not the Candyman anymore. I said, no, like that makes you not a fan of him anymore because he's not the Candyman? Yeah, Dad. So I don't know. I guess I guess the sport's going to live and die on Chase Elliott.
0: Amazing. I find that stat surprising, considering that the race was on FS1 and not on Fox.
2: That's what I'm saying because um, I mean it, it wasn't a common. Obviously, it's not a not a main broadcast channel. Um, it does. I don't know what was on Fox at that time, but, um, but yeah, it, I mean, seeing that it hit high numbers on um, the highest number of what viewers for FS1 or at least the average, that's, that's insane. And um, I think we can really call the, this downslope that we've had in viewership uh, what people are now calling it the Chase Elliott effect. And that really shows how, mu- how many people are fans of him and uh, maybe how popular he really is.
0: Well, right. if you think about is- it, you know, they're, go- they're going for a younger viewership. And who's going to appeal to younger people than another young person? They don't care about necessarily – you know somebody like a Kevin Harvick that that we care about you know as as fans as long as we've been you know so yeah the chase effect it's a thing
1: it's real it's yeah. well you know it's damn real yeah. so chase lived behind Dale Earnhardt Jr. And uh, uh Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon. Those guys all kind of left Hendrick Motorsports at the same time as, as Chase Elliott, who was a part of Hendrick organization since he's been since he was fifteen years old, so you know, he's already in like his ten or fifteenth year like in the organization. Um, you know, you you have Denny Hamlin who was you know, was he the was he the captain of Joe Gibbs Racing. I, I would think that at the time it was Tony Stewart, and then kind of the torch got passed to Kyle Busch, and so now Denny Hamlin's just now being able to be at the spotlight. Kevin Harvick, you know, he was was he ever really the the, the man? Was he ever really the spotlight? I, I'm just not sure. Uh, so we are at a point to where we are lacking superstars, right? I mean, uh, Chase Elliott. I I somehow inherited the Dale Jr. effect, um, though Jr. had a hell of a lot more personality and was a hell of a lot more relatable to the everyday person than Chase Elliott's ever been. I mean, I understand people love Bill Elliott, and he was a big thing in the South, I promise you. Awesome Bill from Dawsonville wasn't no joke. The uh, the million-dollar bill, uh, you know, he he was he was a cornerstone. you seen Coors Light everywhere. Um, Our Coors Original, whatever the car was, uh, but uh, you know how Chase Elliott inherited such a, a prominent position in the sport. I mean, we're talking about Chase Elliott now compared to the the time that Jeff Gordon reigned NASCAR, the time that Jimmy Johnson reigned NASCAR, the time that Dale Earnhardt reigned NASCAR. Richard Petty. Okay, we're putting Chase Elliott, this guy that I don't, I don't like it. I don't know who. I mean, I, he's got a lot of fans, I guess. But come on, I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't. What's this guy ever done to to, to be the superstar of the sport, versus what these other guys have done? No wonder. You know, I, I'm not sure if there's, I don't know, animosity or not. But, um, you know, if you're the likes of Kevin Harvick or or Denny Hamlin, where you have got the stats and the wins to prove it. Uh, you know Chase Elliott. He, as far as I'm concerned, he's got a he's got a a, a championship in COVID year. So did LeBron. You know, <laughs> was it legitimate? I'm not really sure. Um, compared to other what, things, let me ask you a question, going off of what you just said about what makes it legitimate. What makes it a legitimate championship? It's not fans. It's not asses and seats. So. I mean, what makes it legitimate? You know, I'm not sure, Craig. And like I said, I mean, we're we're learning a lot about the sport this week. Um, and, and I, I don't want to be the the title of Denny's podcast this week was Denny Downer, and I mean, that's that, how fitting is that? Like, we are at a point now to where, um, even on this radio show, it's hard to find something. Something positive to highlight, other than thank God we're going to Talladega this week because we just left one of the most coolest racetracks that, that's ever been laid on God's earth, and it sucked. And I'm kicking a can because uh, because it just I'm just so uh, upset. Like I mean, and it's not even the fact that Hendrick won; it's just the fact that the race sucked.
2: It sucked. Yeah, I can. I'm gonna try to go back on something here, um, with the Bristol dirt Race. because I just is that, is that keep that? that. All right, so here we go. Martinsville, ready? I remember remember seeing uh it was like two thousand something uh green flag passes, an average five point eight per green flag lap. Go a week earlier, Bristol dirt, three thousand. 699 green flag Passes which averaged 20.9 per green Flag lap I'm sorry but we gotta Fix something with Martinsville Because I'm gonna go back Further to Richmond And Richmond did even better And usually Richmond's the sleeper Versus Martinsville Richmond 3,816 green flag Passes that averaged 11 Per green flag lap Richmond, double Martinsville. And Richmond's normally the snoozer. So either this package does not work at Martinsville at all, or we need to figure something new out. Put
1: dirt on it. I agree. <laughs> hey. I I wouldn't doubt NASCAR from doing it. I really wouldn't,
2: Lee. Shoot, um, shoot, I would. I would be okay if at this point I would be okay with the Cup Series ditching the next gen cars and throw them in the fricking SRX cars for one race for Martinsville see if we can get anything better. Ooh, that oh, that's sure. We
1: would have, I'm sure we would have better racing, but NASCAR wouldn't. They, they wouldn't allow it to be called NASCAR. That's for sure. And, you know, it, it, all this is coming about, right? Like, all this was kind of building up of what's going on with the RTA and what's going on with the with the TV deal and what's going on with the race car and signs that mysteriously, you know, you know overturned. And, um, you know, all this is kind of bearing in one direction, right? I mean, it feels like a stew, a pot that's fixing to erupt. And... If you know, uh, I understand Twitter creates a lot of ne- negativity. We've we we have done shows on Race Chat Live during COVID when there wasn't anything to talk about in racing. We found topics to talk about, so it, it, we could talk about better things tonight. But it just feels like this is what we should talk about. This is what's going on in the sport. And if you're not recognizing and you don't notice it, you know, then how are you going to stop it? How are you going to make this better? Um, I think there's a lot of common ground that's got to be met somewhere. Whether or not all these common parts is the answer, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I'm just afraid we're going to wake up tomorrow and NASCAR is going to decide to build a car like IndyCar, you know. and And... <laughs> <laughs> and then they're gonna call us the India Indy NASCAR or something, you know? Because I mean that just feels like that you know, it's a it's a spinning bottle if anything goes, uh, right now. Except for the right yeah, way. Spin the bottle is not a fun game to play. <coughs> Excuse me. It's quite risky, Chris. It is. It's quite risky and I I feel like that's is is the direction is. that our leadership is supposed to push us into where you you you're just basically spinning the bottle. I mean, I, I don't yeah, know well, what – go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I would love to know what you had to say. I just I just think NASCAR is grasping at straws. They've got to do something different. I mean, going back to the whole Chase Elliott effect, um, I don't know who coined that phrase. I don't know if that was something that one of us came up with or because uh, I never heard it anywhere else. But you know it's it's scary, but apparently you know everybody lives and dies on on what chase Elliott does and going back to your comment about the cars i i from the highlights i watched I, I would have taken a nap. I would have fallen asleep because it wasn't it wasn't exciting. I'd rather watch kids race bicycles. Yeah, you, you know, you expected this a mile and a half, right? That This was the mile and a half race where, you know, Martin Truex Jr. led the Coca-Cola 600 for 329 laps, right? This was oh, Martinsville, y'all. This was Martinsville. We're supposed to be excited, man. We're supposed to be talking about the wrecks, the fights, the shovings out of the way. Instead, all we can talk about is Joey Logano getting lapped twice and finishing second. That's, that's the highlight of the freaking weekend, right? How in the hell that happened? And NASCAR not seeing a freaking tire up against the wall for 38 seconds.
2: Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Don't,
1: don't, no, I noticed don't, that. Don't I was watching that. No, let's started, get you started, Taz. We need some excitement yeah, on this show, damn it. Yeah, let's get you started. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Let's, so, just, let's, let's, just let's get that, that red hair today. fired up. <laughs> okay,
2: so when that happened, I'm literally – the flagger in me literally jumped off the couch and started yelling at the freaking TV off the top of my lungs because that irritated the hell out of me. I'm sorry, tire came off. That should immediately be a yellow. Hello, flagger, right in front of your damn eyes in corner number four. Use the flag. You have, do you need glasses? I'll give you my pair of freaking glasses for you to God dang, see that damn thing. Whoa, God. Uh, it's
1: a I've heard that it's a, that it takes the committee to bring a caution now uh, because the yep. cautions were uh, – so now you're having to go through structures to find out when it is available to throw a caution. But as Taz said, when you've got a freaking car pulling on a pit road and it doesn't have a tire, you don't see the tire anywhere, that's about three seconds before you say, okay, I don't know where this tire is. We need to have a caution here. And yeah, you know, that's not that's not what
2: happened. put the, uh, the you have two you have two NASCAR officials in the flag stand. Neither one of them can see the damn tire from the flag stand to turn four. Well, you couldn't see the car leaning to the right. I mean, it's a lug nuts
1: If we had five lug nuts, we wouldn't be looking at a tire up against the wall uh, in the uh, in the flag stand. You know.
2: I mean, seriously.
1: How many times did we lose exactly. a tire off of a car when we had five freaking lug nuts?
0: This experiment and look at what,
1: has gone wrong in
0: every and aspect. look at what happened. Look at what happened to that rim. Did you see the close-up yep. of that rim? Yeah, that was, that was just insane. Yeah, it, it broke the rim.
1: It literally, it made it, it. It tore the insides of the rim out. So there was a lot of force there that created a, uh, an effect to break that rim that it, in that regard. So it, It's un, unreal, unreal. Uh, this is as I as I go back to once again. I hate to say it, but this car has been a complete failure in all in all aspects. Yeah, we worry about our show know, being a we worry about our show being a shit show. But this new car, it's ten times worse. This 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 car is a disaster. The one lugged-up policy did has not worked um, because it's still coming off. Somebody, I think it was Amarola, Amarola's crew member, jumped up on the box and said. I'm not sure I got the lug, on, the lug nut tight. It's one nut, you friggin' idiot. How do you not get it tight? How do you not get one lug nut tight? Does anybody at this so, panel believe that the Xfinity car is actually the better race car and actually produces the better racing in all three series? I think the Can truck we just series fall is better than I used to give it to the truck series but since all this young since all these new young kids have taken over the truck series and it's basically been the same kids that were wrecking in ARCA are now wrecking the trucks. We've watched this for several years now. It started in ARCA about five or six years ago. Well now these drivers are racing in the truck series and uh it's just become, you know, literally chaos every time they uh, show up somewhere. But the but the Xfinity car is the perfect reminder that we had once a stock car that we all enjoyed racing and it's a complete a shame that there's nowhere in any either of these vehicles outside of the Cup Series that actually give you any training for that Cup Series car. You have basically created a car that is unlike any other car in any other series from top to bottom and and you know Where's the development for this car? Like why I just say scratch it. Let's let's just let's just become an Xfinity race fans. Let's just let's just give up on you know they they need a fan base in Xfinity. Let's go Brandon. Oh god, Here There we, we go. go. We, go.
2: go. We, go. <laughs>
1: we are going to talent this week. <laughs> let's go Brandon. <laughs> we were at we were at an Easton Corbin concert Friday and Saturday night and the bass player has a Let's Go Brandon sticker on the back of his bass that he lifts up Uh, during introductions the crowd in both venues went ballistic and I was I was static to see that that mantra still carries on three four years, three, four years later, no of course, I mean it's uh it's, I just wish Brandon would get some money out of it, yeah and said it I remember
2: his
0: career,
2: I remember um no I remember I think it was last year, I think it was last year, um I think it was the beginning of the season uh he was supposed to get like his own like Bitcoin sponsorship or something like that yeah um, NASCAR nixed it. yeah and NASCAR rejected it after he revealed the sponsor yes and the funny part is like all of that's supposed to be approved through NASCAR so that he can reveal it and I don't know where whoever so approved it and then NASCAR's like oh you revealed it nope see you later uh, I, wonder yeah, I wonder if they approved it based on specs.
1: I wonder if they approved it based on on specs, and then when they realized that, hmm, probably not going to go over real big with our democratic friends, Democrat friends, that they uh, they're like, yeah, no, it's going to hurt us. Bubba's going to get offended. <laughs> I tell you, you, went from Donald Trump riding around Daytona uh to the Bubba fiasco i, <laughs> I tell you, it's been it's been a hell of a ride just just in race chat live's existence we went from uh, we went from donald trump riding around and parading the field at the start of the daytona 500 to uh parading behind Bubba wallace and in an incident that happened at Talladega super speedway that didn't really happen amazing how much that uh name has come up tonight and tonight so Caladego. Caladega. Y'all coming? Why don't y'all come down and see us? <laughs>
0: well,
1: you we know, know, I, would, I probably would if I wasn't. Jason was just down south. He was just in Carolina. Yeah, but we need that Learjet we were talking about a few years ago. Maybe yeah, get some yeah, one yeah. down for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still waiting yeah, for an so, advertising uh, budget, right? I'm telling you. So, tell us a little bit about your uh, your your week this week, uh, Craig. I think you got to fill in. Uh, do yeah, a, I got do to a do a daytime Saturday uh, radio or, show. Wednesday morning for my daddy, I had to go get some blood work done, and it was a little. If if you think that guys that are, that are behind that board are sitting there doing absolutely nothing in between songs, you cannot be more wrong. There is more to do in three minutes than you can imagine. Uh, moving stuff around, trying to figure out whose voice is who's on a commercial, so you don't play the same voice back to back. Taking phone calls off the air. So it was definitely it was definitely an experience. I'm going to do it again probably. He's got he's actually planning on going on vacation for two weeks to London um, in July or August. They're planning it. Him and my stepmom. So he was like, Boy, you're gonna to have to fill in, so you're gonna to have to learn and I'm like, dude, I am not filling in unless I get your paycheck. <laughs> 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 I'm not I'm not doing it for my salary, and I have a pretty good salary, but I am not doing it for my salary. But it was definitely a learning experience. Um, I was very appreciative. Matter of fact, in these computers, in this program that we use, it tells you what time the commercial's supposed to play, and then it tells you what time it actually played. So it will it will rat you out quicker than you know it will rat you out quicker than somebody that's mad at you for something. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: so I played a commercial a minute and a half late, and my father goes, "I'm probably gonna get yelled at
0: for that." I said, don't kiss your ass." It got played. <laughs> that's funny. It's not one of mine, so I don't really care.
1: <laughs> so we got Caz's uh, picks coming up here uh, in just a little bit. Um, I, I could see probably closing out kind of early tonight and uh, getting things, uh, um, getting everybody in bed a little bit earlier. Since we didn't have an itinerary, we've kind of bounced here and bounced there, but it's okay. Uh, we'll, but, have yeah, you thing, know what? Uh, we
0: We've hit all the hot topics, Chris. So we're good. We have, yeah. We didn't we even have, have to well, hear one time. Stay on topic. Stay on topic because we nailed every single one
1: of them. Yeah, that's kind of part of what's what was wrong this week. There was, it's it's all basically come down to one thing: the car freaking sucks. The racing wasn't all that great, and if NASCAR is going to commit to rain tires, let's race in rain tires, and that means racing in the rain instead of. We have all this shit on a car, and uh, um, we're, we're, we're just going to come out there when it's a light when uh, when the when the track's just a little bit of moisture on it. I, I don't get the whole the whole thing there, but one thing I think we did learn was that these cars race better with groove tires, and maybe that's something NASCAR um, can look into and bring you know a better package. we that to get better racing here, please. All of us here at Race Chat Live beg you, NASCAR, get this shit right, okay? And IndyCar, I don't know what the hell y'all are thinking, but it was cool to find out like two days later that some rookie kid or something won your race. But when you're racing at the same time as NASCAR, even when the racing freaking sucks, uh, we're still going to tune in because that's what we do. Um, why race any car on top of NASCAR? Why why put either one of those fan bases against each other? When we're race fans, we'll watch racing when it's on TV. I promise you, I'll watch a race over uh, the USFL or the XFL. But when there's not shit else on TV, I'm probably going to watch USFL or XFL. So take take Roger Penske, whoever I need to talk to, whoever I need to send the memo to, please stop racing on top of NASCAR. Exactly.
0: On exactly. Because, you know what? I like watching any races. But, you know, when they're going head-to-head, head, I'm picking the NASCAR race. I agree. I agree.
1: All right, well, I think uh, we're going to move on into Taz's picks, and I don't know how in the hell Taz's picks would even be relevant this week because we're going to Talladega Super Speedway. You can basically invert the field with five to go and still not be able to know who the hell is going to win. You
2: Lindsay, i got to tell you something.
1: Win. i got to tell you something real quick. Teresa says to me, where are we at this week? I said, well, um, for the DJ business or the racing? She goes, racing. I said, Okay. I said, uh, we're at Caladega. She says, okay. I said, whatever you're thinking your pick is, just throw it out the window because it don't much matter. I said, you can be you can be 90th on the track with 10 to go and be leading and get past in the last corner. I said, so B.J. McLeod, who is a back marker driver, could, could miraculously win this race. Because he's in the right place at the right time to make the right pass. And she goes, She goes,
2: oh,
1: my God, that's I don't mean... this. Go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to hear this. No, I mean, I just, I just say I know who the hell is not going to win. That's going to be Cody Ware, back to what you were saying. <laughs> well, he's only going to win in a fight. But he can, he can grab a piece of material or whatever. Um, but she was like, oh, great. She says, so who do I pick? And I'm like, you know what? I'll show you the gene pool, and you pick from it. I said, because there's no logic to this this week. And she goes, well, no, it's Taz like, usually letter. gives good – yeah. She goes, and she gives you credit, Taz. I'm not really sure why, but she gives you credit. And she says, hey, 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 well, Taz, Taz's picks normally, you know – fairly well and I'm like well let's look at the standings first before you say that she goes so I think I'm gonna go with whoever he suggests I said yes dear because I ain't it's arguing
2: hot. hey as Chris said a couple weeks ago this hot pick segment that I have basically started and have and we have ran with it's actually paid off because there have been some long shot picks that either we would not think of as like us one detonation folks would have made or there were picks that we didn't even mention at all during this segment that have been made, and it's actually paid off. Like, for instance, when Atlanta came in, I mentioned Corey LaJoy as a, as a contender. Krista, Krista, I was uh, high on mess or something like that and well you gave me, wait, you it, live in it, gloversville it, it, new york yeah, listen you live in
1: gloversville new york anything is possible
2: i live just outside of mayfield i anyway. never said that <laughs> but but somebody picked cord Lejoy and but you have a gloversville and, address shoot. yes it's um i live in okay so this is how screwed up it is ready mayfield school district and fire department gloversville mailing address brought up in phone number there you go <laughs>
1: Back to the point. Back to no, the point. Don't no, no,
2: no, like,
1: Craig, do this to you. So there is incest in that area. I knew it. <laughs>
2: <Jesus Christ. laughs>
1: this show went oh, off geez, the so rails big. real quick. Yeah, it did.
2: But, anyways, this, oh, this uh, segment we've been having has been paying off because, uh like I said, the whole Corey LaJoy deal. Somebody picked Cory Lejoy and it paid off. Somebody has picked um Tyler Reddick when at the po- at that time we weren't even considering him as anything and he was a long shot and Tyler Reddick paid off for them. Uh, I mean you you can sit here and say all oh, this se- the this segment may not work but it it may have actually worked in a way it kind of oh, I believe it works our eyeballs, but everyone else is. no,
1: I believe it works. I'm just busting your ass because if I win the show without busting your ass, you'd think I was mad at you no no no, no I think I think this weekend is completely irrelevant. I think that that's that's the only time that this is completely irrelevant for the for for i I am with you tad Taylor for the most part, all year long, I think uh oh, yeah. the committee including your including your does. Uh, the committee has put together and brought in some great uh, some great names, and these are names that are you know in the point system somewhere between twenty second and first. And uh, you know we're coming to uh, you know a super speedway race where the last time we were at one of these racetracks, uh, Ricky Stenhouse won, and that was the Daytona 500. Does that make Ricky a, a legitimate threat for this race? Not
2: really. Not really at all. I can counter that one. Probably. (laughs) I will counter you because, I mean, if you think about it, really, even though Atlanta's not technically a super speedway in terms of how big the track is, it races like one. So, I mean, we've kind of had two super speedway races, if you want to go down that path. I agree. Yeah, well, Atlanta. So, I mean, we have two super speedway races that we can literally judge off of, practically, for this one.
1: Yeah, how did Harrison Burton do in either one of those?
2: Who cares?
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: Sad, <laughs> are tonight. I like that. Yeah, oh, but we all breathe oh, by laughing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you just don't expect it from him. I mean, I like it, man. Bust the ball, Taz. It's about time. Oh, Lord. Uh, because he might be somebody's pick. I mean, seriously. Paul Menard could be somebody's pick in this race. <laughs> I, mean, I know what Menard's is. Shit, he'll be on somebody's car. Does that technically say that Paul Menard won the race?
2: All right. So I'm going to answer Chris's question. Ready? At Daytona, Harrison Burton finished 26th after starting 19th. And we're going to go back to Atlanta. Harrison Burton. Still not top 10. Still not top 15. (laughs) So he's a, a legitimate 20. winner He's a legitimate contender Harris, Harrison Burton <laughs> Harrison Burton in Atlanta it Finished 34th after starting 33rd and only Completed 190 of 260 laps
1: I will save 21 in my head if he If if, if Harrison Burton gets the top 5
2: But there, I mean, but well, we can't leave out the people that, you know, are ideally super speedway racers. Yeah, you can say, you can basically, you know, pull all the drivers in a hat and draw a name out, and that's who you're going with. But there are people that do have that super speedway uh, skill set. Mentality, mojo. Say. Yeah,
1: the mojo. <laughs> well, Joey Logano is one of them. Kyle Busch is one of them. Uh, you've seen Ross Chastain and Chase Elliott win there. Um, you know, the guys who typically win, they they somehow, you know, Brad Keselowski. Brad Keselowski is a sure enough, you know, you, I don't think there's anybody that's got more wins at super speedways uh, than, than uh, Brad Keselowski. Uh, he's, the guy's amazing. Um, you know. Typically, you know, you don't see your Martin troops Juniors or your Denny Hamlin unless it's Daytona. You know, Daytona. It's, it's a Daytona Five Hundred. Denny Hamlin will win it. But tell me, has he ever won any other uh, Super Speedway race? That's an interesting. Twice at
2: Talladega. Match.
1: Denny Hamlin's won twice at
2: Talladega. Yes, sir.
1: win win.
2: Oh boy. Now I gotta go further. It had to have been before I
1: started going.
2: Here we go. Hold on, I got it. Um first in twenty fourteen. Oh my god, didn't he have one since we've been going? And a fall
1: race or, or oh I was uh, not both of
0: them. Fall race. Yeah. And, and, one was the other one. No. and don't forget that A.J. Allmendinger won
2: in an Xfinity race
0: at Talladega.
2: Oh, Chris, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It was yeah. the spring race, spring 2014. And he finished first back in COVID year. Wow. The fall race, COVID year. Won. I thought that was Bubba Wallace according to what uh, i have he won no, no
1: no you're right you're right just, yeah. wow that's amazing so i didn't go to the one in 2021 so that that's i did not see that one and how the 2014 one surpassed my brain i, I don't know i have to go back and watch that race that's very very unusual that i remember uh i think uh, i, I I mean, I've been to a lot of them, so I really shouldn't be surprised. But, yeah, so we got A.J. Allmendinger, who could be a contender. Uh, You know, uh, the underdogs, you know, Corey LaJoy, for sure. Like, uh, is Justin Haley, where does he go on this list? Because that guy's got a lot of
2: super speedway wins. Where well, does hold Haley on, go on this Chris. List, Chris, let me let me. All right, let me start off my list. I don't know if somebody wants to re pull it up on the group chat as a boost, but I oh, have. Okay. I can do that. I have uh, for favorites: Chase Elliott, Brad Keslowski, Kevin Harvick. Uh, contenders: I have William Byron, Bubba Wallace, Austin Dillon. Underdogs: I have Justin Haley, Daniel Suarez, Chris Pusher. Um, I do think Craig added in his comments. I'm going to bring those back up. I've got it right
0: here. Craig added Racky as a favorite, Christopher Bell as a contender, and uh, Michael McDowell as an underdog. There you go. I mean, you know, these guys got a super speedway win.
2: And Um, I I
0: absolutely agree that um, the dingers got to be added as a contender.
1: Yep, I do too. I second that. Okay. So that's two contenders.
2: So we're up up to five contenders, four underdogs and four favorites. Um, there is only Ford driver that we have not hit upon yet. I'm waiting for that one. Well, and I Eric purposely Amarillo left him, considered... and, I, and I purposely left him out for a reason. Oh, so I don't well, if you guys. Hit it. My yeah, I'm probably
1: gonna I'm probably gonna miss him on purpose. Eric Amarola should be added as the underdog.
2: Hey. Right. You said I'm a roller." I can actually argue contender for him. Well, I've, I just don't want him to outrun <laughs> Harvick. Harvick is a favorite. I know. But I can argue that he's a contender. Where's Joey at? And... Why isn't Joey on his list? Legano's, oh, no, he... Joey's not on there.
1: He is literally, probably, outside of Kyle Larson, I mean, the second-best driver in NASCAR, if you consider Kyle Larson
2: the best driver in NASCAR. Um, I want to throw Eric Jones as an underdog. We can throw Corey LeJoy as yeah. too. But well, we need one more favorite. Who we would need, that be? Well... Well, I mean, to equal the underdog list, we need one more contender and two favorites.
1: Two
2: favorites, one contender. And I heard Logano's name come up. Yeah, we didn't win him in any way.
1: brian Blaney's got him a win at Race. Brian Blaney's
2: got two wins at Dega. Yeah. I could see them going either or, favorites or contenders.
1: And no Ross Chastain. Where's all the Chastain guys at? Where's his fanboy? Is he not on anymore? Watermelon. Yeah. Watermelon man.
2: <laughs> no, I'm here.
1: I'm here. Have you, how I is originally had put there? him down Craig. Sir, what's that? I've seen a watermelon up here for twelve dollars. What is the cost of a watermelon down there? You know what? I don't know. I'll do some. I'll That's see if I can do some research stuff. and find out. Yeah, twelve dollars, right up here. Twelve dollars for how big?
2: <laughs>
1: Just as you know, your typical watermelon. Is it seeded or seedless?
2: <laughs> well, it's seeded, of course. I'm
1: just asking because they're, they're a little more expensive yeah, right. if they're seedless. Yeah, no, we have the best watermelons, uh, I think, in, in the world. Um, but uh, $12, is, damn, I mean, that's how you have to take a loan on just to buy a damn watermelon.
0: Well, All y'all right. want the most fruit out of season. You're going to pay for it. No, mm-hmm. This is true too.
1: This is true too. But these are homegrown, so I can get one right. at Walmart. Yeah, I think that was
2: ninety five at Walmart.
1: Six forty eight.
2: Yeah. All right, so wow. back on topic here. Um Wait, wait, wait. We've not been on topic all night, guys.
1: So just throw <laughs> <slow> your <laughs> roll there, Redhead. Yeah. I mean <laughs> we can't talk about
0: NASCAR,
1: but there's so something up. else to talk about. We'll be we'll be like uh, Yellowstone live here tonight. You know, I mean, we'll talk about something. Starbucks, the kind of shit. We'll find something to talk about. You want to talk about the economy? Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, because. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about grocery prices this week. Holy shit! But I guess we should finish this list. I think that's probably the most important thing we do. Yeah, let's not upset Kaz. He'll turn gray and his
2: fire will shoot up the top of his head. Any Any hey, players already saw on top of my head earlier. Y'all brought I've up seen the, your the racing experience.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is there any senior racing experience news? We've not even hit on that this week. Hey, how about Tony Stewart? Tony Stewart won in a damn drag car. The guy can do anything. Yeah, i seen that. I was like, hot oh, damn, that man is talented. Four wide, he was. Wow. Jeez, man. Tony Stewart. Never. Ate. I wasn't surprised. Were you surprised? I was like, whoop, there it you is. Know. <laughs> no, I knew it was just a matter of time. Yeah, well, there it is. There it is. I, knew I it just wanna know when he gets divorced who gets half his, if she gets half of his assets. Ooh. Maybe he gets half of hers. Maybe.
2: Go Ooh. ahead, Kaz.
1: We're sorry, buddy. What's on that list? All right. So we added Ross Chastain. He's got
2: to win. Um, we have to add in. So I'm thinking Logano and Blaney in the favorites and Chastain in no the contender. Not. Maybe so. I just hate adding
1: two Penske cards as a favorite. But I, I can see this. I can see where it's legitimized. But yeah, how are we not going to put Cindric, who's won the Daytona 500 in my list? And if we're going to go with three Penske's, then we might as well just go with the fourth Penske car because we all know Harrison Burton's going to win this race and I'm going to have to shave 21 inside of my head.
0: <laughs> well, Jake Again, is such see- a crapshoot, guys. You know, it's literally like Kaz said earlier, pick a name out of a hat.
1: Yeah, he's running 21st right now. Who's twenty first
2: in point? I know, Dad. Who like cares,
1: that
2: <laughs> Come on, Dad. I thought your fingers were working.
1: Who's in twenty first?
2: Probably Bobby oh, Wallace. No, no, no. You're close, but no. Who is this? Mister Ryan, Ricky. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, Lord. Two and a <laughs> one equals a three, of course.
2: <laughs>
1: that's your pick.
2: <laughs> that's your pick. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> uh, it's Talladega, y'all. I mean, that's what we get. At least maybe we'll get some kind of excitement. Um, it is a shame that we finally had an upbeat in point. I mean, uh, in, in our viewership and they got to watch a crappy race when that could have been a premier race uh, that left people excited and something to talk about for for the whole rest of the week. Most time when we show up at Martinsville, if we don't have a good race, we at least have a good fight. We got neither this time. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is is the track where Tempers Flare, and – what do we see? Uh, Almirola and Suarez exchanged words, and that was it. There was no uh, helmet throwing, no punch throwing, no chasing each other through the through the uh, pit.
1: <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of good little boys in their race cars that all look the fame and drive the fame. Bring parody back, NASCAR. I'm sorry, we bitched, and, we bitched and cried too much. Listen to our show. We bitched and cried way too much, and now we've screwed everything up. So don't listen to us anymore, and just bring back, bring back the good cars. Make the racing crazy again. Jesus Christ, it's been a hell of a show, y'all. Thank you for if you hung along and listened to our bitch show all for the last hour and a half. But I commend you, and I'll pay you a hundred dollars. You just send me that message that you're listening to this show. And I'll pay you $100. If I don't pay you $100, then at least maybe you can listen to the show next week and see if I'm going to pay you $100 or not. I mean, you never know. I may just feel uh, feisty and pay you $100 just because you were listening to the
0: show. I don't know.
1: It's the crap shoot. It's the crap shoot. That's what's coming up. If you're listening to the show, ask me about that $100. (laughs) Craig? And Craig said he was paying it because he's got a good salary. He just told us all he had a good salary. Yeah, I missed that. And Craig, we're coming down for Daytona. Move over, buddy. <laughs> all right. That's, uh, I think we got a new sponsor or something to hit. Uh, Mr. CJ Sports has been working really, really hard. Some new opportunities and some new um, uh, uh, sponsors. and He's given us some new tools that we are able to work with. I think uh, the launch of the radio network, the 110 Nation radio network. Is that what I've seen, Taz Taylor? I believe uh, so I'll leave that with you.
2: So what you're referring to is Mr. CJ is trying to bring traffic to the One Ten Nation Sports uh, website, which is www. The One Ten Nation Sports Radio dot com. Um, you'll find links to sponsors. Um, he, we'll put up blogs of anything we've posted on Facebook in terms of our NASCAR pool or uh we'll post show links on there and, you know just about anything sports related re- racing related show related um'll we'll be put will be put on that website of course uh sponsor plugins and of course all of our so, where you can find us uh everywhere on social media and where you can also listen to any of our shows, not just Race Chat Live, but also the 110 Nation sports show that Mr. CJ has with, I believe, Mario from, if I didn't uh, forget his name, over at Carolina Sports Plus uh, Mario. that they have Wednesday nights. Mario. Yeah, they got a cool yeah, show coming out
1: tomorrow night as well. Yeah, they got some uh, somebody uh, blasts from the past, I believe, to come on and talk uh, a little bit of NBA and all. That um, would
0: that would be that would be Jay Spearman, who way back when in twenty thirteen was our NBA specialist for one ten nation sports. Wow, bringing them back—that
1: was before my time. <laughs> Um, but uh, Taz Go
2: ahead and finish this out here man so we get going Sure thing Thank you everyone for listening along To Racetail Live here On Blog Talk Radio If you ever miss us live at any time You can listen to us at any time You feel like and all your podcast needs Such as Blog Talk Radio Podpage.com iHeartRadio, Spotify Apple Podcasts, Spreaker RSS Feed, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, GeoSaving, Podcast Addict, Deezer, Podchaser, and on YouTube, uh, thank you to our sponsors that make the 110 Nation Roll, Phoenix Fitness, Bears Bullish Market Talk Group, Carolina Sports Plus, uh, Yellow Caution Flag Productions, uh, More to Music Entertainment, TNT Designs. And we want to thank everyone for listening to Race Live. Make sure you check out the, the 110 Nation Sports website, which is, again, wwwd 110 nationsportsradionetworkcom uh, for all your news and uh, things like that. And without further ado, we'll see you at the same bat time, same bat place, next Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. This is... Then the caution flag of racing radio, Chris, or Craig, Chris Creighton, DJ music band, Craig Moore, the Mama Bear of the 110 Nation, Miss Lee Reed. I'm the Tasmanian Double Flaggers, Taz Taylor saying goodnight. We'll see you all next week. Goodnight. Goodnight, everybody. Good night.